Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today, 439-6028. 439-6028. Whether it's tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, emergency service, bucket truck at service, and bobcat service. Since 2006, they've been performing tree removal service on top of that. Nothing stumps. Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439 6028 439 6028 if they have to they get right up there in the bucket yankee tree service since 2006 tree trimming experts give them a call 439 6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com you're listening to the john DePietro show folks it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at our website depetro.com it's friday it is uh, August 5th. This portion of the program brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Folks, a full-scale nursery and garden center. Stop it and see them. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They have a fantastic selection. My goodness. Vegetables. The biggest tomatoes you've ever seen. Great zucchini and squash. Cucumbers. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. And remember, if you're... You know, it's nice to have privacy for your property. It's even nicer as if you have a natural barrier. And check out, they, they have abravite that can go to even 11 feet. I see sometimes people, they'll plant, you know, maybe, and they do have the three-foot ones, but how many years does that take as opposed to you could go and purchase them at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook. But then it's instant natural barrier right you don't need a fence you just want a little more privacy and it always looks nicer if you just have something planted stop it and see them steve and debbie and junior and byron they're open seven days a week folks it's pr landscape materials and garden center well uh folks it is friday and i want to um start off with uh this situation again that it's going to continue to play out and we've talked about it but it's the story with Alex Jones. And I, I'm going to disagree with, I know some people are trying to say it's a freedom of speech issue. I, I, don't, I don't think it is a, um, uh, a freedom of speech is- issue. I don't think it is. I, I think this is a matter of, he dug himself into a hole. And, and I'll tell you, Infowars, at one point, they... Um, I mean, he, they were rolling at InfoWars. He was, I mean, the money was pouring in views and clicks. And, you know, at one point, he was everywhere. YouTube, he did very, really well. But things just got out of hand. And, and the problem for Alex Jones is this isn't, okay, it's over. He, he's got two big, he, he's, first of all, they're back in court again today. And he's got two more cases after this. But I want to play for you, you know, what he put those people through from with the Sandy Hook shooting. It it was unnecessary. It was cruel. His supporters calling up and and they they trusted him. So this is just one family that's getting four million. But there's more money coming. I want to play. There was a a good piece on this on the the Today Show. lost their young son in the Sandy Hook shooting. A Texas jury ordered far-right conspiracy theorist Alex Jones to pay them more than $4 million for his false claims, calling the massacre a hoax. That number could go even higher with jurors weighing other damages today. NBC's Ann Thompson is on the story for us. Ann, good morning. Good morning. The vote was 10 to 2 to make Alex Jones pay for his lies. The money falling far short of what the parents asked for, but their attorney says it's a good start. This morning, a victory for justice in the defamation trial of conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. And I will accept this as a verdict of the jury. 
A jury ordering the InfoWars host to pay $4.1 million for the lies he told about the 2012 Sandy Hook School Massacre that took the lives of 20 children and six educators. Sandy Hook is a synthetic, completely fake, with actors, in my view, manufactured. Alex Jones did not show up to hear the verdict, but the parents of six-year-old victim Jesse Lewis did. The same parents Jones claimed were so-called crisis actors and who brought the suit against him for the pain caused by his unfounded tales that it was all a hoax. I can't even describe the last nine and a half years of the living hell that I and others have had to endure because of the negligence and the recklessness of Alex Jones. Jesse was real. I am a real mom. And there's nothing that you could have found because it doesn't exist that I'm deep state. It's just not true. It was only this week during the trial, Jones finally admitted. It's 100% real. Hours after the verdict, Jones took to his InfoWars platform with this response. I admitted I made a mistake. I admitted that I followed disinformation, but not on purpose. I apologize to the families. And the jury understood that. What I did to those families was wrong, but I didn't do it on purpose. Jones went on to claim that's why he wasn't ordered to pay even more. Neil Heslin and Scarlett Lewis asked for $150 million in compensation. The jury's $4.1 million falling short of that number, but still far more than the $8 offered by Jones' attorney, a dollar for each claim. It's really, really nice to be able to turn and look at my clients and say he can't get off scot-free for this. He can't. And, Anne, this could just be the beginning for legal problems. This was just one family suing. Well, he's got other lawsuits that he's facing from the other families. He also has two potential areas of real trouble from this case. One is a potential perjury charge for lying on the stand. And the other is the attorney for the family said he had been contacted by the January 6th committee, which is looking into Jones's role in the rally and riot that happened at the Capitol. They want those text messages Mm -hmm. that his attorney mistakenly turned over perjury potentially criminal charge he was um he was in with the oath keepers uh they were kind of his bodyguards again folks you're listening to the john DePietro show the uh alex jones even if you're a supporter even if you believe it was his first amendment right um i i think it's one thing when they they took this tact as far as it was fake it was staged act uh, crisis actors the whole thing was made up uh none of it was real people believe that that's one thing i think where uh where they completely underestimated was then the people then started harassing the families i think i mean i don't know but i think that's a part that they they didn't see coming because when they started with this and that sandy hook was all fake and that none of it was real and those were actors and and again i i remember in real time talking about this number one i was live on the air when it happened and we, that was the first time I'd ever used Twitter to kind of walk through. We totally uh, abandoned programming in, in a manner that, that I just went to repeating, you know, what I was seeing. And it was from credible Twitter sources, by the way, reporters in Connecticut media that were there on the scene as, as it was happening. But I do recall afterwards communicating with people and hearing from people and i was thrown by that like well like what do you know what are you talking about what no you know somebody i i don't remember exactly the names but they were callers and they were almost like laughing like you believe that that those because they had the small little you know white caskets for the children um but so i think at the time because as someone that has followed this um where, where some of these things stem from i remember you know years ago being on the air and especially when it really flamed up was after 9 11 because they were big onto that but with 9 11 there were so many different people i mean i had someone uh call into my radio show at the time after 9 11 it was a you know it was like the fall of 2001 and they were saying that those were um they were all mannequins on the planes and that the the people on the planes were in Canada and that none of it, none of it happened. And, and I remember afterwards or someone calling in 
this guy Tony from North Providence saying that's an Alex Jones listener and I think that was one of the first times I'd ever heard of him and because I you wondered like where is this coming from something I thought was just totally preposterous they were 100% in on that 9-11 was the the government had done it the government was behind it um they were they were big on that and and went deep on it is what I I wanted to say and so that was the first time I had heard of that. I think with this, it just got so carried away. And, um, and again, the, the difference between uh, 9-11 and, and also with Sandy Hook was, with Sandy Hook, it was that much later because there was so much social media then established and so many more people were on it. And I think they were content as they, they were cranking out money because they were getting so many views and um so much traction on that it was all false because they they did that they didn't just do it for like a day or a week this went on for weeks and they dug down deep on that but i think that's and, and this isn't a defense in any way i just think what they really underestimated were these maniacs that actually started continuously harassing the families and saying they were liars and actors and really going after them. So, all right, a lot more ahead on this Friday. It's the John DePietro Show. The next time you have an emergency, head straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122 in Johnston, or East Greenwich 5750 Post Road. AtMed Urgent Care, urgent health care facility providing comprehensive outpatient health care to individuals, families specializing in ambulatory medicine diagnostic treatment service at med urgent care they provide immunization school sports physicals they're a cost-efficient health care alternative to hospital-based emergencies they're open seven days a week walk-in routine urgent care minor surgical orthopedic and trauma work-related injuries physical exams drug testing full laboratory services and with AtMed Urgent Care, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. You, someone in your family suffering from COVID, you want to go straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, Johnston, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122, or East Greenwich, 5750 Post Road, online at atmedurgentcare.net. To the John DePietro show weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 it's a.m. 1380 99.9 .9 you can always listen online at our website depietro.com it's right on the left hand side just click listen live joining me right now is one of my siblings she is an independent opinion maker columnist it is uh donna perry and dj i'd like to start off uh i thought it was interesting i mean they really hyped this as the return of chris cuomo there's now this offshoot called News Nation, and they have some people that uh, certainly have some experience. Ashley Banfield, Dan Abrams is now part of that. And it was a sit-down interview with Dan Abrams and now Chris Cuomo, who had said, you know, he had something big in the works. He has now joined this kind of upstart uh, News Nation. And uh, interesting to hear your thoughts on, number one, that's where he has landed, and number two, his, his big interview with Dan Abrams. Yes, and uh, good to be with you, John. Um, you know, I do find this is interesting and it's going to be curious to watch. Um, certainly Chris Cuomo had a momentous, you know, very loud, messy, uh, you know, exit from CNN. Um, and But someone, I think of his ego and his, you know, posture, um, these guys, you know, they're going to make their way back. And I do think... What, what I'm watching by some of his comments, John, I think he's one thing he's very good at. He's conscious of his brand. And so I think what he's he, what he's deciding he's going to do, <clears throat> at least by some early comments I've seen, you know, he's making comments that would be challenging what have been the conventional wisdom at CNN in terms of, let's say, January 6 hearings. Uh, it made some noise on Twitter that he's saying things like, well, despite all the testimony, you know, and disturbing things, I don't see anything that would be like legal trouble is kind right. of what he's saying sure. for Trump. So um, 
and he's obviously uh, a lawyer. And, and so him saying things like that, I think is something to watch if he has decided that he is going to go kind of against what I'd call the conventional wisdom. I think he's using a term like the insurgent media. And I think it's, it's actually kind of interesting to see where he goes with his comeback. Um, and I don't know that much about News Nation, but I think they're trying to build something maybe interesting. Yeah. Um, and, and John, like, I do think, like, by all polls that you and I have talked about many times, the conventional networks, the MSM or the mainstream media, the legacy media, whatever you want to call it, they are so low regarded yes. um, by point. the public, you know. Yeah. Um, so I absolutely think... Um, that there is also room just, I mean, I think if people can make or be allowed to make, there are logical arguments that can counter what is, you know, what they all repeat each other, as we all know, all day and all night mostly, and they take their cue from New York Times, Washington Post headlines. We know how it works, right? They, the other people do a lot of this research, and then they put anchors up to kind of repeat what New York Times said this morning. You know, that's how kind of how it works. So I... I don't know. Like, I think if you were him, um, they talked about that they think, well, he came in for a million dollar contract. That's he was making a lot more at CNN. But look, if you've gone through what he went through, I would think right. you'd be grateful he's coming in at yes. a contract. I do think um, it will be curious. I don't hear a lot of, you know, resistance or pushback um, from, let's say, the Me Too movement that got behind his brother's shenanigans, meaning, yeah. you know, so one thing that I think is true, and you have pointed this out, John, so many times, the media has a very short attention span. And I yeah. think that other people, they just move on. So he's it was interesting, he, you know, that so. not only did he land there with this upstart news station, that somehow they're like channel 12 is part of whoever has started this uh, news nation. They're Channel 12 is, is part of, you know, they have a oh, next star media. Next star, yeah. That's exactly right. right. So there's definitely money there. But um, so whoever made the call, it was kind of like instead of just announcing that we're going to give them a show, um, but it, and take it, you know, a gamble yeah. on it a little bit. But let's also milk it and we'll also do the first interview. So somebody made that decision. And I thought it was, you know, it was a good decision. And, and it is interesting, Donna Perry, how you see. You know, on the right side, you see America One, then you have Newsmax, and they've kind of, you know, upstarts that are more on the conservative side. Yeah. News Nation seems to be, it, it's more of kind of what CNN used to be. And then they're, you know, Ashley Banfield, Dan Abrams, they obviously have money because they're paying good talent. Yeah. But that's going to be the question. Is there room for more of a you know, for someone that would be a Chris Cuomo that would go against the grain. Yeah. And, and I would say in other stuff that's popped up and I think you've made reference to it, John, let's face it. Um, the, these networks that the ratings have tanked, uh, by and large, Trump was always their best story and that's yeah. why they go back to it. But, uh, you know, there is new ownership, let's say of a, of a, you know, a, a central network like a CNN who, who seems to be saying we need to get back to being the breaking news network an emphasis on the news reporting and less of these repetitive partisan opinion shows. Um, and, you know, let's be honest and they, it does, it is repetitive and they would have these very partisan panels and they did that for four years under Jeff Zucker. And then, you know, <laughs> he had uh, left. And so I think that there is a sense, as you say, John, that, there's certainly money to be made because if you are alienating half of the nation. Right. And that's, I think, a big part of what all this is about. Right. Like not only are they trying to bring a Republican point of view forward a little bit, John, they're trying to bring maybe those Republican viewers back. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And that's what yeah. I also want to ask you about. And there was apparently there's a story that the new head of CNN has been apologizing to Republican politicians and saying they want to mm. have them come back, begging them to come on as guests. You know, Donna Perry, the, we've reached a point, though, where, especially it's the progressives, if they were to have on Kevin McCarthy or Lindsey Graham or Mitch McConnell, many people on the left 
that you know that are described as the tolerant but the progressive they they have it's not they don't have interest in the interview their question is why are you even having them on that's how far like it is gone and that's how to me you know think of that you know yeah if, if cnn has on mitch mcconnell or in this you know or someone like uh even joe manchin for crying out loud or kevin mccarthy the reaction of of some of the left and it's almost like acceptable is gee why would you be having them on they're a fox news guest i think it's right. interesting the new head of cnn is saying we we have to get these people back on on the network yeah and and i think you're absolutely going to see that um yeah. because i like i say number one i think it it helps them rebuild very, very damaged credibility that it's all one-sided. Yep. The public has lots of options today and, and they're, they want the eyeballs back. Let's face it. Um, and I do think you have different leadership that felt Zucker brought that thing in the way wrong direction. And again, their, their numbers prove it. Um, and they want to reshape their image because John, at one time CNN, they really are not considered, you know, the trusted news when something happens. And I think though, as Ukraine happened, they really tried, they gave it lots of coverage. They want to be first. They want you know, that's world global conflict news. You were there um, and things like that, but it's big business. And you, as I say, you can't alienate half the country. Um, And I also think your point is so true where Fox to their credit, Tucker Carlson will say almost every other night, I have asked this person to come on. We don't, you know, he is not afraid to debate you at all. And I find most good conservative hosts like you will always say, I, you, I welcome you to come on and debate. Um, Whereas you have this kind of progressive JD, they're like silence your opponents. And like, it's absolutely, that's the attitude like that. Right. That it's almost like, um, you know, just would be horrible to quote, like, go on their network. Look, they're a viable network. They're the most watched every night. So, yeah. um, All right, folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. Propane Plus in Rhode Island for all your propane needs. Call them 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, you can reach them at 508-252-3359. Propane, heating and cooling, it's Propane Plus. Their team's been there three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they plan on serving you for a long time to come. They offer online billing, ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button, and remember, all customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment. It's Propane Plus, and remember with Propane, it's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and now it's renewable. Call Propane Plus today at 401 401- 885-4209 in Massachusetts call them at 508-252-3359 they're very easy to navigate website it's propaneplus.com propane plus call them 401-885-4209 we're speaking with independent columnist opinion maker it's Donna Perry DJ what happens um with the January 6th hearings and everything that has happened, that there's a, certainly been a lot of noise and they've, they've gotten more attention and more detail um, than I think a lot of people expect them to. But what happens if Liz, Liz Cheney loses her primary coming up? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, the clock is ticking on this because that's very close, what, like two weeks away. Um, by all indication, she is going to to lose to this uh, Harriet Hageman, um, you know, very conservative and is a Trump back person. Um, and, you know, Wyoming voters seem like they, despite what people thought maybe a year ago, John, the Cheneys, you know, they are Wyoming. Well, it looks like she's kind of worn it out. So I think that it, it does a couple of things that are significant for the committee, because if you think about it, there had been talk even this summer recently, that they would go to the highest levels. Maybe Mike Pence would give them, you know, like a private testimony of some discussion. I think that would be pretty big. Um, I'm not sure where that stands, but I think at this point, let's face it, the way the calendar runs, if she loses the primary, now obviously she continues to serve out her term, which is just to the end of the fall, really, right? Um, but I think it becomes clear that, uh, legally 
there are other high profile people that were in Trump's orbit and the administration, John, they can just play the game of run out the clock because um, we know legally, I mean, what Bannon went through, like, let's be honest, you can ignore the subpoena, ignore the subpoena, two months passes, three months, you know, I mean, it's very easy to ignore, you know, run out the clock at this point. So if she is then, you know, really going to have to step down, uh, as far as I know, the committee, John, it's very questionable, would they have any juice past this fall, right? Because right. especially if the Republicans are kind of exactly. taking over. Would have no appetite so, for this in any way. Yeah, I mean, she's been, let's face it, I think she's been kind of the momentum of it. She's certainly been the face of it. Um, she, there, you know, has done all the main interviews. And so she's really been the central force for it. So, yeah, I think the clock will tick and then we'll see what what has to come out of it if, you know, for people who are watching this, it's really then in the hands of the Department of Justice. Um, right. They, you know, they're a committee. They're not, you know, they're not a prosecutor um, entity. So we'll no. see. We'll see where and it goes. We just want to remind or I want to remind people um, th- this has been it has been one sided and there has been it's not really a trial. It's more of a hearing. We haven't yeah. heard defenses. We haven't heard pushback right a lot of accusations they certainly have gotten views they got i think 19 million people tuned in to that thursday night and they certainly made some headway uh after if 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 they accomplished anything i think it's what we had touched on and that is that the wall street journal and and new york post said based on you know we've seen enough based on what we watched yeah president president trump was inactive that that he's unfit to serve so whether or not rise to a crime, whether or not there be any type of charge, I, I would almost say I agree with Chris Cuomo on that. I don't know about that, but, um, but definitely has done more damage than I think some people thought. Now, Donna Perry, what about the fact that um, over the weekend everyone's kind of going along, and all of a sudden we get word President Biden once again has come down with with COVID, yeah. um, which is kind of hard to believe, simply because he had quarantined himself, and then you think he would be. Uh, very, very careful. But I, I think this just raises questions with people of, you know, this whole business of the testing and he seems fine. And this time was very mild symptoms. But yeah. what, what are your thoughts on the, the Biden lingering COVID here? Well, you know, I think it just raises questions of it, it reinforces, John, the sense of how vulnerable is his health, number one. Yeah. Um, you know, they talked about this issue and they try to, you know, work on the semantics saying, well, when you take that, um, uh, the name escapes me of the, um, when they take the treatment, Pamela, Pamela, thank you, Padlova. So I don't know. I mean, you take something like that and they're saying, well, if you have to take it within the correct course of that, you came down with, um, with the, you know, you tested for COVID. One thing I would say, I would agree with people who've said that the excessive, it, to me, it points to the fact that, I don't know, the excessive testing yes. um, is an issue in and of itself because they believe many people through the course of having COVID, John, three days later, you know, when they had to have these rules, you can't return to the classroom, they probably still had COVID in their system. Right. And and maybe in his defense, like it could be that it's just wear it, taking longer to wear itself through. It's only been like, what, eight or nine days since he first got it. I don't know. So I think it kind of makes the case of that, like, testing tests, you know, in every day. Well, and as Trump a said, the more you test, the more, you know, you're going to I kind of agree with yeah. what Trump said. We're doing too much testing because it's like anything else. It's kind of like, you know, if you had a flu and they took your temperature, you know, every 12 hours, you'd say, well, I'm getting over it. But, yeah, I look, I kind of still have the flu, but I'm so... I, I'm not comparing it to the flu for anybody out there. But, but getting to Biden, yeah. I think it almost, you know, he his numbers actually seem to go up every time he's dropping out of sight. Yes, right. Well, I, you know, and I think that there's they, it shows the staff. John gets very nervous at the anything these bouts of things that it just reminds people, as I say, he's old, he's fragile. Um, you know, and they don't want it being an, oh, and he's sickly and, you know, he's got it again. And so we made that kind of, hey, folks, everything is fine. That little funny, you know, speech he made on the terrace of his house. 
um, which I thought was curious in and of itself. He's like, hey, folks, Joe Biden here. I don't know, a a president, you don't usually have to introduce yourself. But in any case, he was trying to be folksy because that's kind of his the way they want him to look. Um, I would just say, I'd say this, if he works his way through this, maybe it was this funky rebound version of the case, you know, that the people get. I think if a month from now, he suddenly seems to be, you know, getting another variant. I think it's that's a super big problem for them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, folks, again, we're speaking with Donna Perry and, and uh, DJ, as as we are speaking, the big story is uh, will she or won't she? You know, Nancy Pelosi certainly uh, making the White House nervous. But this Asian trip, she's uh, last time a speaker visited Taiwan was 25 years ago. China is making some real threats here and doing exercises and, you know, really warning her in the United States um, whether or not and what would exactly happen if Speaker Pelosi, uh, different news organizations are reporting that she mm-hmm. is expected to visit Taiwan and then and stay overnight. What, what are your thoughts on, on this uh, Pelosi trip? Right now, as we're speaking, it's still tentative that she is going to, to visit Taiwan. Right. Um, I think all the noise around it and now the drama um, is is again showing the White House, John, and their handling of these kind of things is to me not strong and not clear in what they're putting out. Um, and I think the fact that, you know, again, it, it is not in and many other you know, pundits have already observed this. By the way, it's not unusual. Like uh, members of Congress go to Taiwan quite right. a bit every summer. They use the time and they have more free time. Um, the other speakers, Newt Gingrich, I guess, was the last one to go. Um, it is very important for the U.S. to see a free independent Taiwan, by the way, continue. Um, and obviously China has other ideas. So I think the way this is... Um, being handled. And I think, I think it says something kind of funky about Pelosi, who is the third highest ranked, you know, U.S. official being, you know, that China thinks that they're just going to make all these menacing comments and not just comments and talking about fighter jets and all this stuff. Um, I believe as we're speaking right now, the U.S. Navy has deployed warships to just be like out there um, on, you know, on the Taiwan Strait area. Um, and, you know, I think the, that they have the U.S. under Biden in these past few days, John, it was a lot of mixed messages. I mean, on the one hand, they're almost trying to distance themselves, which I thought is very strange. They're in the same party. She's high up. Like they almost acted. They kept saying things like, you know, it's up. It's up to her um, and it's her agenda. But, well, she's on a U.S. military plane. So obviously right. there's very tight coordination with the White House. So I don't know why they kept putting that out. Biden got caught on a tarmac days before he got sick. And I think he said something like, well, the military doesn't think it's a good idea. Well, that to me, that was the president of the United States signaling that like he didn't quote, think she should go. Uh, Her team was very quiet. I just think all of this, again, does not make us look strong, resolute, Yes. Um, Certainly I think we, not on the same page. Not on the same know? page. And I think guys like Tom Cotton have come out who's, you know, very highly regarded uh, Republican senator. And, and you know, I, he was saying, why can't the president, why can't his spokespeople right away just say, hey, listen, we do not appreciate the Chinese making these kind of menacing yes. um, threats. Yeah. Um, we have a long tradition of high ranking members of Congress going to Taiwan you know, John, like that, like, why, why, why are they, they can't do that, like, for some no. reason, and yeah. just say to the Chinese, hey, back down, like, right, she's going on, just, you know, John, they, you know how this is, a lot of it is formalities, they have these very, you know, meetings with a lot of photo ops, and she's not signing agreements or anything, um, so I just think it, the way the White House has handled it has not been as, as good as you can, I do think it's, it is a little, menacing as i say to see the chinese like ramp this up and, and now she's on a military plane and they're talking about fighter jets but i think you need a stronger response from the white house from the white house folks quick break much more head donna perry right here on the john DePietro show j perry paving 
Folks, you can depend on J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, over 20 years' experience, specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, and much more. Call them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. They are tremendous. They also, how about this, once a month, they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran. And remember, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, call J. Perry Paving for a free quote. It makes a huge difference in your property, in your home, in your driveway or patio. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. They're terrific. Hey, get that driveway paved. Call and book an appointment now, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Listening to the John DePietro Show, it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Joining us right now, he has a new book out, The Truth About Energy, Global Warming, Climate Change, Exposing Climate Lies in an Age of Disinformation. We want to welcome to the John DePietro Show, it's Dr. Jerome Corsi. Doctor, thank you for joining us and congratulations on your new book. Thank you, John. Great pleasure. Thank you. Take us inside a little bit. We know there was a lot of pushback, deep state, others trying to prevent you from putting this out. Take us in th- take us through a little bit the truth about energy global warming. That's all we're hearing about is President Biden may declare a uh, climate emergency. Well, the, the truth is that there's less carbon dioxide in the atmosphere today than historically has been the case. The Earth is 0.6 billion years going back into the Earth, most of the carbon dioxide. About three, about 500 million of the Earth started to reduce dioxide. 175 million ago, uh, 7,500 parts per million of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. There's only 400 parts per million in the atmosphere. Now, the hysteric global, you lie, that, well, we've dealt with carbon dioxide since the industrial revolution. That's true. Started the industrial revolution, there were only 100 parts per million of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. At 400 parts per million, it, carbon dioxide is still a trace element. It's something like 0.00% atmosphere. It's really measurable. And it is not the driver of nature. And doctor, why, why do you think right now there's such a push about climate change and you also put exposing the climate lie in an age of disinformation what 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 are the motivating forces that that uh, you cover in your book in the first four chapters much of the book is and go deeply into it 400 pages about a thousand footnotes largely from peer-reviewed scientific but the first four chapters look at political philosophy it started end of world war ii with museums Ehrlich, who said there's too many people, eliminate people, we're going to use the resources of the earth, and got joined by John Holtman, who Obama's science are. But it's just scare everybody. Then they thought we we're going to have a global in the 1970s, which was getting cooler. It got warmer, so no, no, warming. The idea was if you could demonize carbon dioxide, make it the greenhouse, that would end capitalism. Because uh, hydrocarbon fuels are one of the capitalism. And if you could make afraid that hydrocarbon fuels were going to heat up, achieve neo-Marxism, capture the green movement like AFG has done. You say we've got a lockdown, we've got using energy, fundamentally shut down capitalism. It has been their goal. Karl Marx was alive. They've used another scare. We're going to have a lockdown. We were high of global warming, a lockdown, control, totalitarian dominance, not permitting discussion, not permitting debate. These are totalitarian issues. And now making a a real move to be in firm control of our politics, our government, our media, and our parliament. Folks, again, uh, we're speaking with Dr. Jerome Corsi, his new book. The Truth About Energy, Global Warming, Climate Change, Exposing 
climate lies and an age of disinformation. Dr. Corsi, uh, former Vice President Al Gore, he made the, the rounds on the Sunday shows this past weekend, kind of doing like a, I told you so, I was right, I told you this was coming. What role do you think um, Al Gore plays in all of this? Al Gore has become a millionaire since his inconvenient movie about around 2000. Of course, the predictions he made in that movie come true. Ice caps didn't melt. The oceans haven't risen. Cities are not flooded with. But it doesn't matter that the left, true or not, they don't care. They, it's about fear. They continue to repeat lies. This is a very changing place. We've had in history, uh, I say, come and go. Right now, in an intergovernment period, it started about a thousand years ago. We'll probably go into stage, but going to be because of hydrocarbon fuels. I mean, the big my point book details. You know, look how sun heats Earth. It's an announcement to the left. They are they don't sun. The sun is the most driver of Earth's temperature. And the Earth has a elliptical orbit. It gets more elliptical, the length of it, which I describe in detail. And you can uh, correlate stages with the Milankovitch cycles of a greater elliptical pattern of the Earth around the sun. This changing place that mountains rock and cataclysmic forces with talking about today is a minuscule it's in carbon dioxide that a warmer with greener trees abundant can absorb the carbon dioxide the carbon cycle is the human gore's desire uh, we've been here a million years and 4.6 years that's about a microsecond the earth is concerned we're just the most recent walking around on the surface the Earth's weather is designed to distribute heat across Earth. It's a very complex system, nonlinear. Explain in the book how one factor counts for all the warming. It's scientific nonsense. Folks, again, we speak with Dr. Jerome Corsi. Doctor, I believe this is your 25th book, and I just want to remind people, uh, Dr. Corsi's had two New York Times bestseller list hit number one. And I, I thought of you, actually, because last week, President Biden, last Wednesday, he was in Massachusetts um, and sitting right there listening to him was was John Kerry. And I, I remember vividly your book uh, that you co-authored with John O'Neill, Unfit for Command, Swift Boat Veterans Speak Out a bit About John Kerry. What about John Kerry's role in climate change? Well, John has been on, the, on board with every leftist pipe that Let's just craze has come down the pipe since he was a child. Uh, and now his major theme is making sure that Iran gets a nuclear weapon. He's fully on board with the global warming. Of course, Kerry is a multi-millionaire and a private jet. Hypocrisy is astounding. And the left is me. I co-authored that book with John O'Neill on man. Um, the Bill trying to put me in prison, not lie, to um, convict Trump. I, I did not have a tie to Julian Hans. That was their last linchpin argument. And uh, they were to plead guilty, refused, and indict me. Again, the left has hated. This book will be suppressed. Uh, I'm getting on television. Uh, maybe not on and the left will ridicule me like they always do. I recall every name of the book. And um, it comes with the territory. Uh, I'm still persisting, though, to tell the truth. I think it's probably the best book or most comprehensive I've ever read until almost a year. To read. And if anyone reads this book, it's game will not be able to listen to the left and believe them to understand science and politics. I have this truth about energy and climate change folks again it's dr jerome corsi doctor one last question before i let you go how did your life change after your bestseller number one new york times and of course i'm talking about the obama nation leftist politics cult of personality how did your life change after that increase the demonism 
me. I mean, calling me all kinds of names. Uh, go read Wikipedia. It's so packed with um, bias. The left hates anyone who doesn't agree with them. If you don't bow down to the left, you disagree uh, with an idea or, or believe in God, believe in the Constitution of America, you are your enemy in the left. Will do everything they can to destroy you. Experience that. You know, I was thrown off of Twitter. Uh, you know, I've had a very hard time on social media. I'm on CloudHub right now, about the only one. And um, you'll find I've gone through this now for 20 years. But you know, it's kind of like a, a badge of because I, uh, you know, I have a deep faith. I believe that uh, God put us here for a mission that does not aggrandizing and enriching ourselves and God's mission was to forth and prosper on this earth and what these demons of the left want to do is um, you know everything babies to ending carbon fuels to making people pay outrageous amount of money for food uh, it, it's a, a destroy capitalism they want to break the United States along the way to try still trying to resist now i'm going to do it through writing folks again he is dr jerome corsi doctor congratulations on the book thank you for joining us and we'll talk to you again pleasure thank you john you are listening to the john DePetro show weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 it's a.m 1380 99.9 you can always listen online at the website petro.com joining us right now columnist of the boston globe mainly focuses on Rhode Island. It is uh, Dan McGowan. And Dan McGowan, in Roadmap today, you lay out, I think, pretty effectively. It's one of those things Rhode Island has enjoyed a little bit of a window here with uh, with Massachusetts not involved with sports betting. That's changing. And, uh, and out of the box, just wondering how much you think maybe the, the age things. And there are a number of Massachusetts people that are sports betting in Rhode Island. Yeah, I mean, think about this. 25% of the people who are registered to use the Rhode Island Sportsbook app um, are have Massachusetts addresses. So the bottom line is this is going to be, you know, a major challenge, I think, for the state. It is going to cost the state, Rhode Island, the state of Rhode Island money because people are going to choose to, um, you know, to bet in their home state. The other thing is, is that you're going to have a little bit of, we always talk about, you know, the, the kind of the sales tax things and like, you know, do you go to Seekonk versus being in East Providence? Massachusetts is going to have a little bit of an advantage there. The way they uh, created their law, they're going to have up to seven um, online or I'm sorry. uh, Yeah. Online like apps that you can use. So think DraftKings or Caesars, whereas Rhode Island only has the one. And so if you're really into sports betting and we're going to start basically right around football season, which is the prime time for sports betting, you know, you're going to be able to shop for better deals. You're going to be able to, you know, potentially there'll be better promotions in Massachusetts. So I think this is going to be significant. Now, one thing Rhode Island has a little bit of an edge on uh, Rhode Island's laws. You're allowed to start sports betting at 18. Massachusetts will be 21. So there's a little bit of a challenge there. But remember, I mean, for for people wagering, you know, uh, uh, larger amounts, and in the the bulk of people are going to be over the age of 21 anyway. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a challenge. You know, the state has been preparing for this. They did a, a study last year, hired an outside advisor that said, you know, what's the impact of a whole bunch of different scenarios, but really Connecticut and Massachusetts having sports betting. And it could be 16, 17, almost $20 million annually that Rhode Island loses to Connecticut and Massachusetts. Um, and so, you know, not, not going to break the bank necessarily, but it is going to be uh, fairly significant. It'll be interesting to see going forward if Rhode Island, uh, you know, potentially makes changes based on what Massachusetts does. The big question will be, you know, in a couple of years, the state's contracts open up again, and will there be a scenario where we start to see more companies be allowed into to? Um... Folks, remember for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, four zero one. 439-6028 Yankee Tree Service YankeeTreeService.com What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming Experts based right in Lincoln Tree removal 
Since 2006, and also 24-7 emergency service available, call Yankee Tree Service today, 439-6028, 439-6028. Whether it's tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, emergency service, bucket truck service, and bobcat service. Since 2006, they've been performing tree removal service. On top of that, nothing stumps. Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439-6028, 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call, 439-6028, or online at yankeetreeservice.com. To the John DePietro Show, it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dePietro.com. Remember, weekdays, 11 to 2. But visit the website, dePietro.com. That's the best way to reach me. There's a direct link, contact John. We also have all our sponsors right there. We have unique, original reporting, stories, videos. Also, all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook, when we do Facebook Live, or YouTube, or Twitter. It's all right there at the website, dipetro.com. And then remember, once you're there, you can also visit the shop. We have great gifts that you can get. It's a happening. All links to the show. Plus, if you ever miss any part of the show, it's all right there under radio show right there. Folks, it all starts by logging on at dipetro.com. And on the left-hand side, you can always listen live. Again, all our links, everything begins and ends right there at the website, dipetro.com. The Centerdale Revival. Stop in and see them. Comfort food and cocktails. You're going to love the Centerdale Revival. Located 2025 Smith Street, North Providence, right in Centerdale, right across from North Providence Town Hall. Delicious food, delicious drinks, live entertainment on the weekends. Shane and his crew, they're waiting for you. A great time is going to be had by all at the Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm remember you can always listen online at our website dipetro.com folks visit the website on the website you'll see all our links to social media whether it's facebook or youtube instagram even tiktok plus you if you want to reach me that's the best way to do it we have unique original stories videos content log on right at the website dipetro.com Home Again Consignment, located Governor Francis Shopping Center, fine furniture, art, antiques, glassware, jewelry, buy, sell, or sell in consignment, and estate sales are provided. It's Home Again Consignment. Call John, 401-463-3310. Again, located right in Warwick in the Governor Francis Shopping Center, Home Again Consignment. 